1: Is it too late now to say Redskins? It might not be too late for Jamel's racist ass football team to change its name. Welcome to a dog days of summer edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that has consistently acknowledged the hellscape that it is to be an NFL football fan. I am Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. Feels really nice to have a team name that I could say out loud. With us, as always, is the EverCom ever soft-spoken, very chill Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. How you doing, Danny? Good. I think our team name might be
0: on the cusp, but <laughs> luckily it's not one of the first ones on the chopping block.
1: <laughs> and uh, lastly, a man who's uh, genuinely not experienced human touch since February, uh, Washington football fan, Jamel Johnson.
2: Man, don't. I wouldn't worry too much about the Chiefs name. As long as you guys are good, uh, the coast is clear.
1: Okay. Hey, let's uh, let's just get right back into it. I know we've been off for a couple weeks. The world is crazy, but there's still a lot to hate about this year's offseason. Danny, you want to kick us off?
0: I do. And, and, and let me just start this off by saying I miss you guys. It's great to talk. Uh, you know, it's just me, my wife, and my cat, and the horrible deluge of shitty news every single morning. So just chilling with the boys, pretending like football is going to happen. Uh, I'm very excited about that, but uh, we got to talk about what we hated and I'm going to, I'm going to throw out a new term here. It's kind of a, uh, you know, a play off an existing, very popular term, but what I hate right now in the world of football are the football Karens. Whoa. Yeah. There is This new group, these, these bitches who are talking about leaving football not watching football anymore because it's suddenly too political and you know just for us three and for all of our fans out there who agree with us and our take on this we've had to survive a hundred seasons of open racism domestic violence brain injuries all the horrible shit that has gone along with being a football fan and we stayed fans because that's how much we love the game all right. We've internalized the shame of supporting all of that crap just to finally be rewarded with Patrick Mahomes leading the Chiefs to the Super Bowl or, you know, Hardigan getting to watch Brady get humiliated by Nick Foles, lowly yeah, Nick Foles in the Super Bowl or even Jamel getting that one decent RG3 season. That was pretty fun. He scored by one now, touchdown. It was pretty cool. It was close. You guys could have made it if he hadn't busted his ACL. But now that football is finally addressing just one of those three huge problems, these bloated fucks are ready to jump ship. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? I just, there was a post. Mahomes put out a post. It was that LeBron, the LeBron voter registration initiative. He posted in favor of it. He's going to be joining it. So he goes, throws something out on Twitter And I just looked, it was just spent, it spent an entire morning just going down the comments from all these Kansas City bigots, just fucking, all they're doing is helping register voters. And these man, Karen's gotten such a fucking lather that they're willing to abandon the next 10 years of football dominance with a legendary quarterback. That is fucking, that is somehow softer than not wearing a mask. And I know these types of guys, right? I I worked at a boat dealership in Kansas City for an entire year. I know these people. Yeah, that's real. And Patrick Mahomes is one of the only good things in these people's lives. So to them I say, fuck you, first of all. Enjoy not watching the NFL and also not watching the NBA or Major League Baseball or NASCAR or Netflix or any Hollywood movie or ridiculousness, which all three of us work on. So guess what? That shit's blue as fuck. And also Pornhub, by the way, because they posted Black Lives Matter. Enjoy losing all of that and say hello to your new, even shittier life. Fuck yourself.
1: The football Karen has has been shit upon by Danny Solomon. And you know what? It's been a long time coming. I feel like We've been building to this moment. And Danny, well said. You're right, man. Can you imagine being a Chiefs fan? This is the best time in Chiefs history right now. And you're going to walk away because this dude is like, hey, you need to go vote.
0: <laughs> just come come registering voters. I mean, what? how much of a pussy ass do you have to be to give up on this potential dynasty just because your butt hurt that the idea of trying to get people to vote is somehow a swing at Donald Trump. Like, I mean, let's be real. It is. Because anybody who comes into the process who wasn't, like everybody in the country who would have voted for Trump, I think, did.
1: Um, Danny, I I think you you really keyed into something here because this is similar to what I've hated about this offseason. And it's the NFL shifting the narrative and turning into the good guy. This has been a league that, like you said, we've hated for its entire existence and with good reason. And now we have Roger Goodell acknowledging player empowerment. We have these 19 players who go on and say, hey, we actually are asking you to repeat this statement denouncing racism and systematic oppression. And he did. He just went out there and said exactly what they wanted. And now they're going to be able to wear a helmet decal um, that – You know, to recognize whatever uh, movement that they that they want to, Uh, they're going to play, lift every voice and sing before the game. Uh, They're trying all of these. It's like they're overcompensating a hundredfold. What I want to say is, it also doesn't erase how messy the NFL was of handling the player protests in 2016 and 17. But this is still a massive step forward, and it's better. And it weirdly, like you were saying, puts a puts the league in direct opposition with the president of the United States. 2020 <laughs> were, is fucking wild, man. And they were
0: such buddies right. just a few years ago. They were so tight. And now they've publicly split. And now who knows what's next? I mean, first we get supporting Black Lives Matter.
1: What next? People are allowed to wear whatever crazy cleats they want to wear. (laughs) Hey, and now they're going to potentially commit the craziest sin of all. We're giving Dan Snyder a chance at redemption. I mean, look, the guy's been a great owner. You can't judge the man after just a few decades. He's coming around. (laughs) Jamal, what have you hated about this offseason? I mean, it's all.
2: it's all it, it's all on the same page. I what I hate is that football is so good it actually unifies the country. And I think what I'm trying to say is the country should not be unified. I don't like that people so racist that they're they're willing to uh, denounce the sport that they love over like uh, basic human rights comments like that they can still even... Why are you even watching? Like, Black people have been playing for years. And they've been getting paid the whole time. You clearly don't want them to get paid. You want to, have like, have some buttons on your phone that you get to make Randall Cunningham dance when you tell him to. Like, that's what you wanted to happen, and it's not happening. And then, like, every time uh, your racist feelings get hurt, you get upset, and you say you're going to stop watching. And then we got pissed first. And my mom, a season ticket holder, is like, "We got to stop watching football," and she can't even stop watching because it's so good. And and that and that made me mad. And and Drew Brees said the right thing the first time, and now he's so fucking racist, he had to take it back and say take backs. It said the wrong thing. I'm over it. Danny nailed it. The the several hundred thousand Karens in this country can all kiss my ass uh my raw
0: hemorrhoided ass it's true i mean they really they're they're if you're gonna i just if you're gonna be racist then you can't enjoy any of the good things that other races provide and you know the whole cultural appropriation thing like i find it kind of difficult to deal with because i thought the idea was that you are supposed to enjoy the the fruits of other of the labor of other races that their culture should be you know, enjoyed by everyone, because that's the point of making things and creating stuff and being good at things. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to give up fucking Thai food. The shit's delicious. But if you're racist, then yeah, you can't have fucking Thai food. And yeah, you can't watch football. And yeah, you can't fucking go to a fruit stand where a, a nice Mexican abuela is cutting fruit. You don't get that fruit. You have to cut your own fucking fruit. If you're going to be racist, you've made a choice and you need to live with the consequences of it.
1: What about the people who aren't even aware that they're racist? That's the people we're trying to reach right now. Are the people who are walking around going to that fruit stand who are like, "I'm I'm a good guy and I'm I'm on the right team"?
2: It's over for them. We're taking their TVs from them by force.
1: Good. That's what has to happen. Then what I'm worried about is this large swath of misguided people. We only still have three minority head coaches, two offensive coordinators in the NFL. I mean, I know this is going to change at some point, but. Right now, it's just a lot of walking or it's a lot of talking, not a lot of walking. I mean, you know, if the the league is predominantly black and we have everyone in charge is a white guy. So at some point, you know, that that pendulum will swing, but it's still a fucking slow process. It's crazy.
2: I mean, is I mean it I, even that slow, like how long has football even been around? A hundred even years. Okay. And first, so what, like the first, most of the first half of that, they weren't letting black people play. Right. So we finally got to play. And then we couldn't play quarterback until, what, 84? (laughs) So we finally got to play quarterback in 84. And then we got good at that. Uh, I mean, it's been, it it
0: doesn't, it's not as long as you guys think. Shit is just very fucked up. That's interesting, too, because you're right about the point that we're, that, that, Uh, Black people just got amazingly good at it, not even just recently. But if you only look at last season, if you make the argument that Deshaun Watson is in the top three, then each of the top three quarterbacks are Black, or at least in Patrick Mahomes' case, half Black. And that's, I mean, that's dominance. Like, you're now, Black people are now the best at playing quarterback, in addition to all the other positions. So... (laughs) you've got to then take that that property the transitive property apply it to the other positions in the league if if black people are so good at playing the sport then fuck yeah they're going to be better at coaching the sport and running a team and figuring that shit out i mean it's why aren't there just more opportunities for clearly qualified people the only answer is racism
1: did you see who there's still shit like this going on though did you see the vikings who their new defensive coordinator is this season Adam Zimmer, the the head coach's son. (laughs) I mean, come the fuck on. I'm sure the guy knows football, but it's like, why does he have this job? Clearly because his fucking dad's been around forever. It's just like, it's just one of those examples where there's so much um, nepotism in football, still especially coaching. Obviously, when it comes to the game itself, you can't really fake that. But, you know, just these organizations are just kind of top to bottom filled with the same old people.
0: That's why again, um, Andy Reed is an innovator because originally he had his sons co- coming up the ladder to be, you know, the new coordinators under him. And then he killed one of them off and yeah. he promoted, uh, of Eric B to offensive coordinator. And he's fucking killing it because uh, that's what Andy Reed does. He sees the path years in advance.
1: God, the guy's got great vision. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh, Okay, let's talk about the season that may or may not happen. I mean, obviously, we're watching the other leagues scramble to try and figure out how to play their season. Is it going to be a full season? Is it going to be condensed? Will there be fans? How do we deal with professional football and COVID-19? What's the safe way to do it? Do you guys think it should happen? Basically, we, we want to talk about what your vision of how the NFL can actually move forward and play football this season, whether this is your dream scenario or a practical application that you think will actually make sense for the league. I don't know, Danny, do you, do you want to kick this off or tell us what's going on here?
0: Yeah. So I, I I've been thinking about this because I don't think that the way the NFL is doing it right now makes any sense. I mean, they just had a call today where they brief the players on the stages of how it's going to happen. And there's like a period where they're only going to be like 12 players together at a time working together. And then they're going to slowly increase the number so that they decrease the amount of time that these guys actually spend in close quarters in large numbers, whatever, it's not going to work. People are going to get sick. These players are going to get sick. That's just a fact of how the virus works. So teams are going to need large amounts of replacement players at the drop of a hat. I mean, that's a huge problem that could pop up at any time because once a player gets tested positive, they're out. They're out of the bubble. Luckily, there is a replacement player who is always available, who can play for any team at any position and never get infected. Of course, I'm talking about Cletus, the Fox NFL football robot. All right. Thank God. He knows all the moves. He's programmed with all the plays, and on top of that, he's entertaining as fuck. The guy can dance. He's entertained us for years. He's part of our our team. You know, he's part of the NFL. He comes into our homes every week, and I think the NFL should get to work building a dozen Cletus's or more a dozen, fleet, a, a fleet. fleet of Cletus's to fill in for all the players who might go out. All right. Now I know once the greedy owners see how well a fleet Of non human players works on the field, then obviously they're going to start thinking to themselves, why are we playing all these human beings? Why are we paying these guys large amount of money, uh, large amounts of money to play our game when robot football works just as well? So that's going to start a dispute that I think can easily be resolved at the end of the season by having an all star team of human players go up against the Cletus team. And that game will decide no less than the fate of the human race. And that sets up a John Henry type situation. Where Patrick Mahomes will throw (laughs) the winning touchdown against the all-Cletus defense. His heart will give out because he's played too hard. And he will die saving humanity from the machines. That is COVID-19 season. That's how it will play out. If they do it right.
1: Damn, that's hard. Do you think uh, even the, the, the racist guy from Kansas City, the Karen, is going to still hate Patrick Mahomes after this? I think
0: racism will metastasize itself away. It'll actually go away from the traditional forms of racism that we've experienced, and it will become a more malignant form against robots, which, you know, I, I don't know how I even fall i was gonna
1: say are you gonna demonstrate with on behalf of the robots or are you gonna be like fuck them they don't have a right to my fucking restaurants or whatever i'm not even sure because
0: (laughs) cletus is is fun you know i like cletus but an army of cledi who could come into my home fuck my wife like you know take over my all of our jobs they're already doing it i mean they're taking over plenty of american jobs and jobs around the world. Um, but you know, those aren't, those aren't as sophisticated as Cletus is. If he, if a clean, if, if we're dealing with hundreds of thousands of Cletuses in our country, you know, I might just be racist against that. I have no idea, I, but it feels. Our like robots go, yeah.
2: Robot racist. Yeah. And then once the robots, so once the, like, once the robots have kids and those kids become racist, that's when you're really going to see this really take shape. And then like the robots are going to be like on Def Jam. I I see where you're going. I I see what you're saying and it fully adds
0: up for me. The possibilities. I mean, you're talking about the second a robot has a kid, I'm out. And (laughs) But then also like an all robot network where it's just robots entertaining other robots. Like, fuck no, man. Fuck that.
1: Which would mean you have, like, a lazy stoned robot somewhere watching that network.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hope the robots start to get lazy. That would make it a little that bit more humanize them a little bit.
1: The Machinist. Is that a... Ra- yeah. That was uh, not
0: about robots. That was about... I know. Insanity. And-
1: Christian Bale losing weight, I believe. <laughs> um, let me see. Jamel, coronavirus season. How are you playing it?
2: Well, so because the NFL has a bunch of fans who don't care if they live or die, I think the the biggest issue is keeping the players safe from the fans. But you want the fans because you need the money. So I think all you really need is a hermetically sealed dome over the field itself. We can keep everybody in the stands. You bring the players in, kind of like a concert in SpongeBob. They come into the bubble. You understand. And then they play their game as normal. Extra added wrinkle, though, the bubble can pop. It's like a game of trouble. So we can't, we're, <laughs> we're popping the players in the air at random times. Other, but other than that, regular football. Bigger issue than that is saving the players from themselves. We've already seen some people out of the bubble. They're partying. It's football. Who cares? These people have been going to ragers since they were 12 years old. They can't stop raging. It's part of the process. So I think what the NFL needs to do is get humanoid robot women programmed with the Cletus software. (laughs) So it's parties full of robot people who seem real ex machina style. I'm nodding so hard right now. They fuck them. They enter the trouble bubble. We watch football. We die. The glorious players live.
0: I, you know, and, and you bring up Ex Machina, one of the horniest movies I've seen in the last five years. I think just incredibly hot film that Absolutely. really made it feel like fucking a robot was possible. So I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, like Roger, how, how, if you really care, make it happen. Use I like how in
1: Danny's, in Danny's fantasy, the player dies on the field. In Jamel's fantasy, the fan dies at the stadium. <laughs> okay. A good uh, question,
0: though, is, is when the bubble is popped, what's the hand that comes down on top of the dome? Like, do they, is it a giant hand built? Is it the hand of God? Like, what are we talking about?
2: I think you just do a flyover. There's some sort of maybe like a whenever they whenever the fighter jets fly over, there's some sort of mechanism. They hit the button from the stealth bomber, and it pops mechanically.
0: So they release kind of like a hand-shaped torpedo that pops. Yeah,
1: that pops. That's yeah. True. I was thinking of Dr. Strangelove. You just put like a redneck guy on a bomb and just let him go. Oh, Jerry Um, Jones. Man, so mine, I guess, is somewhere in between yours. There's no robots in my world so far, but uh, basically what I was thinking is inflatable sumo costumes. I mean, we've all seen these things. They they provide the, the necessary distance between each other's faces. You can customize them to become team mascots. We can finally see a bear-shaped creature uh, take on a giant piece of cheese in an NFC North battle. That's uh, huge con- <laughs> the, the cushion would be actually safer for the players. Um, the crowd is all the weird wacky inflatable tube people. Uh, the coaches are iPads strapped to uh, remote-controlled Segways. Um, there's a way to do this and keep everybody safe, I think. This season's going to be huge for air and compression. So, there's obviously going to be a huge controversy when Tom Brady and the Bucks are under the required inflation uh, numbers. And we have Deflate yeah. Gate Part Two, and they're just tearing apart the league uh, fucking with barely inflated sumo costumes. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, man. I would love to just see an eagle. You know, all these matchups with the likeness of the mascot in an inflated uh, version of it uh, really makes me excited.
0: That's true. I mean, really, those mascot costumes could be made to be hermetically sealed with, you know, oxygen kind of trickling in through some kind of device. Yeah. And you just have everybody wear the mascot. We got a team of KC Wolves on exactly. our team that could easily play the game against. Uh, I don't know, they, are are the Eagles mascots actually Eagles or yeah, what are they swoop.
1: Yeah, swoop's an eagle. Yeah. So
0: he's like a big eagle. What and the Redskins will no no longer be uh whatever their fucking mascot is. It's, it's just a drunk cheap. guy. It's just an old black guy hammered
2: off like Crown Royal or something, named Chief Z. Uh and he just died. So R.I.P. uh we don't know who it is now. We've actually got nothing.
0: Oh, that's the perfect time to change mascots then. To change team identities is You've had a guy who was your mascot for so long croaks this year and you start anew. You get to change the, the entire paradigm here with one move. I like
2: that. Change it to the Red Tails. We can keep the mascot an old drunk guy, but now he's just like in a like, like a nice leather hat and a bomber jacket.
0: And so, and I saw the Red Tails pitch, which looks awesome. I mean, that's yeah, actually that the way to go. I mean, besides, it's short of firing Roger Goodell and replacing him with LeBron James, I think that's probably the smartest move that could be made in the offseason to show. And Kaepernick, of course, come back. But that's one of the smartest moves you can make. But, you know, the the fun of this period when you find out that a team has to change their name is coming up with all the new names that are possibly out there. So I mean there's a number one, but then, you know, I want to hear the pitches. Like when they did when they changed Oklahoma City or when Seattle Supersonics went to Oklahoma City, They came up with a list of names. The Thunder was one of them, but I remember that list even from, you know, 12, 13 years ago, whenever it was, it had the Oklahoma City wind. It had the bison on it. I remember there was like some, there was like a lot, there was like a good couple of weeks there where we got to, you know, really think about which would be the best one. So I hope they at least come up with a page of pitches.
1: Yeah, and it's not unprecedented. We've seen it happen multiple times in our life. The Oilers are now the Texans. It's fine. The Pelicans used to be, you know, the freaking Hornets. Uh, what's their saves? The Hornets, you know. It, it happens. It's And we are all okay. We move on with our lives. Um, oh, it happened with the Bullets. Exactly. Because so many J-
0: guns in DC. Beloved <laughs> the Wizards. Yeah, obviously. it was. Yeah. It was the murder
2: capital and uh they kind of decided that I guess the bullets are bad too. And I remember their the explanations of these bad names are always very weak. Like they when they came up with the bullets, obviously you call them the bullets because shooting a gun is cool and awesome. That's why you do it. But you you realize that gun violence is bad and so you change it. But what their explanation was at the time in the 60s was that it was like, oh, they're like like supermen. Cause they're faster than speeding bullets, but it's like, but then, bitch, why are you calling them bullets if they're faster than the bullet? What's your their explanations don't even make sense. The Redskins one being the worst, they were just like, oh, but no, it's like, it's good because we're saying we fight, we'll fight to the death, just like the native people that we fucking
0: massacred for decades, that we routed, destroyed, yeah. and and. Erase their culture from all but the smallest reservations in this country and, uh, and disgustingly so. And so somehow we need to keep the pride that they feel for that having happened to them alive. Is that what they were saying? Yeah. I th- that was their
2: plan. And, um, I, I, I have no idea who told them to do that. It's yeah. Who was, um, do you, <sighs> hey, you guys like you football, th- right? <laughs>
0: Do you think that when when the bullets changed their name that Snyder had at least a moment of thinking he might have to do the same thing and then just shook it off? Uh no, you know what? It was that happened I
2: think right as he got the team he either got the team like the year before or the year after cuz that was like 98. They actually happened like yeah, pretty close to the same time. And I'm sure he wasn't thinking about it at all.
0: Um, I did have a couple of names that I thought of if I don't know if <laughs> okay. I prepare Ooh. any of these but I did I did want to throw some out that I thought of. I don't think you can do this but DC Snipers I think would be would a good fun could be fun could I be mean fun. in the spirit of the bullets um the Washington Supremacy Uh I see where you're going I mean, with that uh, Supremacists not, Uh why, how about a real one? Washington Gridlock, huh? What do you think about That's that? Right. I, sound, I sound a little like Rush Limbaugh, um, and then just I, and then just I think this is besides the Red Tails. I think this is my number two, uh, the Washington Sorrow. Just something just captures feel, that yeah. feeling. Uh, but also, yeah, yeah. I really like those those you know names team names that are less nouns, more concepts or conceptual
1: nouns like the Heat.
0: Uh, you know, I like that, so I think Sorrow kind of fits.
1: I had two. I uh, had uh, the the. The Washington Jumbo Slices, I mean, you could just, going back to the inflatables, I mean, a big-ass piece of pizza, that's perfect. You just run that guy out there, love it. And And people love
2: to get drunk. It promotes drinking more.
1: We love booze. At the stadium, you just jumbo everywhere. That's what everybody has, a piece of jumbo. It's perfect. And then uh, the other one is just Washington Denzel's. Just (laughs) give the people what they want. I saw you
0: tweeted that out. It's perfect. I think you, your mascot is just Denzel Washington showing up. Yeah, do it, you know he's do, the do coach.
1: It. He's the logo. He's
2: everything. Yeah, that could be good. And uh, yeah, it's like, and when we do like uh, the color rush, it's like a different. It's like Denzel from Training Day, blacked out. Oh, if,
0: you're, if you're gonna do color color rush unis, then you got to do his Hawaiian shirt from Out of Time. Ooh. I think that that is the most colorful Denzel. That is fun. Uh, My names are
2: pretty simple. I mean, you know, I mean, Red Tails and Warriors are obvious leaders in the, in the camp, but I also was thinking if you don't want to, uh, if you want to keep all your merch that you have, name them the Fred skins, (laughs) the Washington Fred skins. And then we can kind of, once again, we can bring back the drunk old man as the mascot, just a guy named Fred. We all know a guy named Fred who's hanging out in front of a liquor store. That is, that speaks to the, the essence of DC,
1: Fred waiting on the bus. Um, all right, well, I think we've we've covered our coronavirus league. Let's just get into kind of a, a league updates lightning round. Just kind of tear through some of the latest uh, buzzworthy news items. I'm just saying words. I don't know what the fuck any of this means, but let's talk about Cam. Cam's on the Patriots. This is incredible. This is the Patriots just finessing another AFC East. Title at minimum. If Cam if Cam's healthy, they're going fucking twelve and four or eleven and five. He's an incredible player, I especially mean, how do the you, Belichick. How do you feel about the deal he signed? Uh, it sounds you know Cam made over a hundred million dollars with the Panthers. I feel like Cam is looking for one more big payday, and right now he went to the best place to be able to prove that he can still put up stats and that he is still. A, a elite kind of franchise quarterback I don't know if he'll stay in New England but I feel like he's gonna go to the highest bidder after the season if he plays well somebody's gonna give him a fucking full maxed out contract or him and Belichick don't get along and the whole shit falls apart and he's out of the league in a year <laughs> I think he's either gonna max or he's out of the league it's just one of those two
2: I wonder what it's going to be because I feel like Cam, I feel like Cam, Cam's antics are connected to him being hurt. Is that wrong? Am I wrong in assuming
0: that? Like the the scarves got crazier when we found out he got hurt, right? They're covering up his injuries. They're like that that old uh, I I don't know if we we might have even said this before, but that that old scary story about the girl who wears the scarf around her neck so that her head yes. doesn't fall off. That's why he's wearing all that shit. Cam is fucking broken. His shoulder is hanging on by a ligament. His legs suck. He can't run that one-yard QB sneak anymore like he used to. And and the worst about this is that everybody's already ready to, like, elevate the Pats back up to the top. People think of the Pats the same way that they think of Trump, I think, like that they're somehow unbeatable, how they have this, like, magic sauce that's just going to, come together at the last minute to fuck you over. You know, Trump's losing old people by fucking 10 points and Belichick doesn't have a quarterback who's basically an extension of his own brain anymore. It's fucking over this move, paying a quarterback a million dollars right before the season starts and not even committing to him as the starter, like still throwing out that bullshit about Jared Stidham being the future. (laughs)
1: That's not happening. They
0: are not confident in this whole operation. Belichick was tanking before. He's still fucking tanking. This is just to appease the fans.
2: To, to appease the fans. Oh my God! <laughs> the if fans the Patriots go home and two, Cam's life is over. Nobody's happy. They're gonna set Dunkin' Donuts on fire.
1: Yeah, he, you're the guy who has to follow Tom Brady. This is a very this is an enviable position. Nobody wants to do this. And I honestly think Cam is as well equipped as anybody. I think. For all of his crazy personality quirks and traits, and we don't really know what's going, where his head's at all the time, when the dude's healthy, he's a really great football player. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats just cruise to another championship. And I want the, the Bills to win the, the East. I fucking hate New England. But if I'm, if I'm New England and I got Cam, I'm fucking over the moon.
0: I, I mean, I'll just, I'll just say, and that is why, by the way, I said that it appeases the fans because you can't trot out Jared Stidham out there no, and, and get a boner over that. Cam at least bridges the the boner gap. It gives you something to get excited for, but, yeah. but, but honestly, like, I mean, the guy When's the last time that he did all those things you were saying about being a quality player. I mean, 2015, 2015 when he got in the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning was still in the fucking league and he was still hanging out with Papa John. All that shit's over. Like that was years ago. It's I just watched I just watched Semi Pro today, the Will Ferrell uh, basketball movie. How old do you think that movie is? Twenty
2: twelve. Feel, Feel six. years old.
0: Oh eight. That's twelve years ago. Time is moving insanely uh, quickly now. I mean, shit is just like you don't even realize when things have happened anymore because we're all stuck in this fucking bubble now in our houses. we like Time is just moving in crazy different directions. And I said quickly, but sometimes it's slow, sometimes fast. We have no idea when anything happened. Just five years ago, Peyton Manning was in the league, but also just five years ago is when Cam Newton was good. And that feels like a yawning chasm
1: of time. Yeah, I mean, Barack Obama was the president. That feels like a lifetime ago. Uh, Let's talk about... Yeah, let's talk about Tom Brady, where he went. He's in he's in Tampa Bay. He is uh, hosting these kind of like fuck you workouts to kind of anybody who is worried about the coronavirus. They, it's not even just teammates. These are kind of guys who've been out of the league for a while. These are friends. Obviously, there's no masks. Tom Brady posted something saying, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, which is kind of like...
2: Uh, it's, yeah, it's absolutely incorrect.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, insinuating that if you care about COVID-19, like, you're fear-mongering. Like, he's just, like, that's your own belief system. What a fucking asshole. I hate this
0: so fucking much. Tom Brady, I I guess, like, his fucking trainer, Alex Guerrero, that fucking dude must not believe in masks. He must think, like, you need to eat grapefruit rinds or something to get rid of covid that fucking shit that Tom Brady tries to pull in the same way. He's a little bit like Michael Jordan in that way. I mean, they're not exactly uh, uh, the same, um, but he, but it feels like he's just one of those guys who's so competitive that he's kind of an idiot. You know, (laughs) he's just like, I beat the greatest show on turf in my first year as a starter. So I can take this infectious disease. Like that's, (laughs) that's what he thinks. Like some fucking things can't be beat by willpower. You fucking dumbass. This is a real thing. And stop telling other people, even if you believe you can beat it, not everyone has the fucking drive of Tom Brady. You can't just believe in things hard enough to make stuff not real. That's just like, not everyone has that power. So a lot of fucking people are going to die, Tom.
2: This is what happens, man. This is what happens when you make it to the top of our society. You lose touch with the fact that there aren't people like you it's the same reason michael jordan is a terrible gm he's watching guys play and he's like malik Monk, why don't you want to murder your teammate why aren't you actively trying to fuck this other guy's wife what's wrong with you he doesn't understand that these are like normal human people. it's the same reason like lil wayne is in the press like i don't even think i'm black anymore i just skateboard
0: this is what happens it's oh, so yeah, true it's not- I mean- Kanye yeah. and Kim have just become like the the king and queen of shit mountain, like they, they bullshit exactly. mountain. They have no, they're like, we're in the middle of 10 of the worst crises in our nation's history and Kim is posting about her cute horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn, if I had a cute horse, I would
1: post that bitch right now though, I will tell you that. That wasn't uh. my
0: little funny looking horse, I will say.
1: You know who's you know who's not impervious to COVID nineteen Ezekiel Elliott he uh, he tested positive, uh, which means uh, Look at the a lot of people. Here. Damn, a lot of people got on Dak Prescott because he hosted some birthday party and people were like, "Oh, it was safe." It wasn't safe. Well, people who went there uh, have gotten this virus, so maybe it was a little bit uh, flippant of of Dakota Prescott to to host people during a pandemic. Uh but yeah, Zeke's gonna be just fine. He's on the T B twelve method, right? These guys don't care. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about we don't have to talk about Zeke Elliott, but he yeah, has that's fine. I heard
2: that he was the patient zero in Fort Worth. He actually is that the the basis of all of it. Uh also did you see he uh he was drunk on Twitch the other day. He Ooh. just like he just said he was low key faded and then uh <laughs> Shannon Sharp was like, I'm low key faded myself. Wait, <laughs> are they like playing Madden against each other or are they just talking? Yeah, they were just talking. He was just talking to someone. I don't know who he was playing, but that was just Shannon Sharp drunk on Undisputed the next day.
1: Love Shannon Sharp. Antonio Brown posted a video of himself. All these guys are finding places to work out. A.B. and Russell Wilson are working out together. What is that relationship? How the hell are these guys even talking to each other? I mean. Well, that's, that's social work. For for Russell,
0: yeah, it's like missionary shit for Russell. Yeah, he's like, yeah, part of his mission to Christ. Exactly, dude. Yeah, especially like black Christian guys when they get
2: extra Christian about it, they love. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, this guy he stabbed twelve people, but I'm gonna like you know, I'm gonna teach him how to make grilled cheese. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah.
1: Hey, walk walk with me, young man. Come take a walk with me. Yeah, yeah. If I walk with you, he's gonna fucking be a normal guy now. No. I think it's it's a fun odd
0: couple dynamic. I mean, clearly you've got if if somebody's throwing shit on the floor, Russell's picking it up. It's like the perfectly that first that 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 intro to the TV show, where oh yeah, that is so not,
1: fucking funny. You're so right, dude. It's just like AB finishes eating his sandwich, he throws the wrapper on the ground, Russell picks it up.
0: He's got his little he's got his cane that he picks it up with. Oh, my God. Ciara's is there. <laughs> Probably fucking AB on the side to be honest. He
1: stays up at night. He's talking to CR. He's like, I, th- I think AB's coming along. He's starting to understand. <laughs> he's seeing the light. He's not though. I think, I mean, I hope he does. I mean, he doesn't have a bleached mustache right now. I, I like, I think the league's better when Antonio Brown's in it, but uh, you know, he has his allegations that are out too. So, you know, if any of those things are, are true, then fuck that guy. We don't want him in the league, but what are you going to do?
2: Did I already mention, I feel like I say this every time I do a podcast ever, but just that episode of uh, the barbershop, have we talked about that already? Yeah. What what happened No, no, it's just, uh, (laughs) this was like before, this was like two weeks before we find out AB's nuts and he is on the shop uh, talking about somebody, somebody was criticizing him publicly and he's calling them a clown. He's like, yo, you a clown to me. But he had like a blonde mustache and like uh like pigtails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he did. He looked like a clown. Like just looking yeah. at him was funny. I mean, he was actually a very effective clown. Like yeah. if he joined Ringling Brothers, I think that he, he would be a fun addition to that group. I mean, you know, like, out of the car, and then the last one is Antonio Brown. And then he just catches a few fucking, he catches some, some, few. crowd. he catches an elephant.
1: <laughs> do we even need to talk about Drew Brees? We kind of t- mentioned him, right?
0: I think I, I do like talking about that because I, I was curious to get Jamel more of Jamel's idea of how the first statement was related to the second statement, because the way I saw it was Drew said what he wanted to say initially, he got and then he got himself into some hot gumbo from that and then he had a conversation where he quote unquote i'm using the quotes you can't see listened which of course just you know means like his his publicist came up and was like hey you can't you got to say maybe something maybe he
1: took a walk with russell wilson
0: maybe russell but they're both so into jesus i think that would have just devolved into a bunch of like you know philippian talk but <laughs> I think that second statement was the sort of PR-shaped narrative thing, and that he still, no matter what anybody tells him or his teammates try to let him know about how they feel, he still believes all that shit. He still believes the original shit. Anyone who calls Trump, sir, is a racist. Yeah, no. First
2: off, that is correct. I was referring to a statement he made when Cap was kneeling in the first place. Like 2016, oh, yeah. 2017, he made a statement that was more uh, uh, of a Black Lives Matter aligned statement, and then he came back and was like, yeah, uh, "My granddad went to Korea." Yeah, I mean, he was on that bullshit, and then, then he tried to cover that
0: one up a third time. Well, yeah, I didn't even remember that he made that statement, but you're right. I'm just looking at it now. That's you're, you're so so. Basically, Drew Brees has the worst fucking public relations instinct. (laughs) In the world! Every time he said something, it's the wrong thing for that moment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, we fucking shut down a a full Monday Night Football game to just throw us a parade for this dude mid-game because he threw like a 15-yard pass and broke some record. I mean, we better be doing this for, for every... Mahomes, that comes along and breaks every one of this dude's records. I mean, do you remember the, the big pomp and circumstance? His kids are on the field, confetti's flying down. It's the first quarter.
0: That actually love- is one of my most, uh, you, if you want to throw out on this one, Jamal, because I have a thing about your breeze too that's like this. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I never, I didn't mind it. I loved, I never loved a guy more uh, just to find out he was a fucking dick. It hurts so much. Yeah. I actually, in that moment when he threw that touchdown pass, which was more than 15 yards, I'll grant him that. It was it was a it was kind of a bomb, I remember on Monday Night Football. It was like 45 yards. But afterwards, when he's when the cameras are on him, when his kids and his family come to hug him, he grabs his two sons and he starts telling them, like, you can do whatever you want, believe in yourself, you can be whoever you want to be. And his fucking wife is right behind him, holding his daughter away from that whole conversation like she can't be a part of this this is just for my two boys and every fucking video of him with his kids has that same dynamic going on like go to his instagram check it out it's like he's he's playing with his boys he's throwing footballs with him daughter's in the background it's like he doesn't even give a fuck if she might be interested in the wisdom that he has to impart he was just like i'm sure my wife will deal with that whole thing i'm sure brittany has got that sewn up Literally with the sewing machine. That's what she needs to learn. Uh, and my boys get the conversation about how you should believe in yourself, and uh, that that's is, a great
1: catch, man. That's I a mean, great that's, catch.
0: Go back, look through that Instagram. He is, he is very weird. <laughs> about <laughs> fuck, all that,
2: man. He was uh, the god,
0: dude.
2: I'm just like, God. Remember when he was in San Diego? He was the shit. Any any white quarterback that can run cannot be racist. It's not fair.
1: Any white quarterback who's under six feet tall shouldn't be able to be racist, but they are. I mean, we know <sighs> Johnny Manziel does exist. On a uh, side what? note,
2: I just I forgot one thing. Uh, do you guys think that AB tried to get Kaepernick, Kaepernick to work out with him first? <laughs> like, just oh. do you think there was an email? No, <laughs> least, there was like there's a at DM. least one.
1: Unread DM, for sure.
0: Yeah, which one of those two doesn't want to hang out with the other one?
1: Oh, Cap doesn't want to hang out with AB.
0: That would ruin his rep. I think. I think Cap's stock is an all-time high right now. You do not want to anchor yourself down with the AB. God life. damn. Just, just imagine
1: having
2: to ignore AB's text. Hilarious. Oh.
1: Yeah. That was John <laughs> Gruden's life last year. <laughs> Do you think uh, that it'd be
0: text in all caps?
1: Oh yeah. Definitely, absolutely. With 24 emojis per at the bottom. Um all right, last little lightning round item. Has Jerry Jones worn a mask once this entire pandemic, yes or no? Ab- absolutely not. No way. No, no chance. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's clear you've got your anti-Cowboys bias uh that you've brought to the show today, but I actually I want to go back. I I actually did think this. I Maybe he does wear a mask just for the fact that rich people are obsessed with being alive. I mean, maybe he has a mask because he just Well, he has like, his
1: cruise ship where he's constantly being treated like, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get, it's like, he probably has a fucking hyperbaric chamber, a blood boy, he probably is, he's, he's probably he's probably got guys looking for the Ark of the Covenant right now.
1: Oh, for sure. Former quarterbacks. Fucking Danny White is looking for that shit right now. You've got mail. Oh, Jamel, you want to start? Sure, sure. I'll start. Yeah, I got one ready. Uh,
2: this is coming from Patty Hormel uh, from uh, Ding Dong, Texas. Uh, real place, I guess. Uh, he says, uh, hey, uh, big fan of the show. Uh, so glad you guys are back. Hope your summer's is going okay. Uh, just wanted to... Um, share something with you guys uh i you might not remember this but uh earlier in the 2000s when the redskins were challenged to change their name uh owner Daniel Snyder made a website uh redskins fan redskinsfacts.com and redskinsfacts.com was supposed to show that uh native american people didn't mind that this name was incredibly racist and eight or 8 to 12 native american men were paid uh about and two, uh, Jimmy John sandwiches to say that they were cool with this. And I just, uh, I bring this up because I designed the website and, uh, I'm actually having some trouble finding some work now that they took it down. Uh, this was my biggest job in web design. And I figured I, um, what better way than to drum up some business for myself than writing a letter to the Swiffle boys. And, uh, so this is my plea to the country. I just want to let you guys know that uh, I make fantastic and uh, dynamic responsive designs, and I'm fluent in HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, and, uh, and can easily transition your website into e-commerce if you have items for sale. Uh, also, uh, Patty Hormel is short for Patrick Hormel. I'm actually a man. I thought it would be easier to get a job if they thought I was a girl. Uh, and that is also a pseudonym. This is really Vinny Serrato, uh, a, <laughs> a former Redskins DM Vinny Serrato here. I'm trying to get into web design. Please help me. Uh, thanks a lot,
1: guys. Peace. Good to hear from Vinny. He seems to be doing our, I mean, I'm glad he's work.
2: alive at least. I didn't know where he was. I'm so Do glad to hear what, he's what
1: any of the arguments were on RedskinsFacts.com. Uh, it was basically just like, oh, come on, give, give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> people, people already have the jacket
2: yeah it was like we already got the jacket and then like yeah and then the native american people were like well you know i mean i guess my great granddad's already dead I, you can't kill him twice <laughs> oh it's so fucking bad i can't believe fedex said something i man when i first started selling weed i used to go to fedex and get weed and that yeah you know what i changed up for price reasons but i will only be sending fedex i will only be using weed delivery via fedex from now on you guys are the best you got my money for life i gotta Um,
1: give it up for fedex they've pushed this you know what i mean it's not like the redskins organization was waiting around uh begging to change this name fedex really uh threw threw their name around that's pretty great and, you know, Jamel,
0: I'm actually uh, I'm close to being done with the ounce of weed that I got from you last time just to support FedEx. Even though we live several blocks away from each other, I could just walk yeah. down. That <laughs> door. Uh, I'm going to take it via FedEx.
1: Nice. <clears throat> All right. I got a I got a letter here. It's kind of a weird package. Um, I'm just going to kind of rip this thing open. It, uh, it, it's marked to Cam Newton from Cam Newton in the future. So this is some sort of time travel letter. Uh, you always anyway, get the Time Warp mail. It, this is what it says. It reads, bro, you've got to get to 2022. Shit gets awesome. Imagine this. You're completely retired. You've never felt better. You're backpacking Europe with Andrew Luck and Eli Manning. You don't have to worry about Bill Belichick being a total asshole anymore or all those racist clowns in Boston. It's just you, Mother Nature, and all the red wine you can drink, and your two new best friends, Eli Manning and Andrew Luck. (laughs) Oh, shit. we got to go. Me and the boys are late for gondola practice. We're two sessions away from becoming full-time gondoliers. Keep your head up, bro. It gets better. Signed, love, peace, and pizza grease. Cam Newton from the future. (laughs) Wow. Italian Cam. That's awesome. Cam seems to be doing just fine uh, (laughs) two years (laughs) from now. Is
0: he dressing in like cardigans now? Is he kind of like, is he dapped up? Is he super responsible
1: looking now? Oh, yeah, man. I think, you know, when those guys.
0: He's just like a mime.
1: He's a gondola guy. (laughs) He's He's a mime. Exactly. That's that's the best we're going to get. Dan, you got a letter? I do. I'm going to, you know, maybe I'll try
0: the bottom of the bag this time. Uh, (laughs) Here we go. All right. Uh, Hey, guys. Love the show. I just want to clear up a very popular conspiracy theory going around the internet about the extremely loud and powerful fireworks going off at the same time after dark in every major city in America. People are saying that it could be the cities themselves planning them for the protesters so they have an excuse to crack down. Others are saying it's the cops trying to scare us and wear down our resolve to fight back against brutality. But here's the truth. It's me, Antonio Brown. I've been traveling a lot doing workouts for different teams to prove that I'm not crazy anymore. And after each workout, I'm just driving around to random neighborhoods and lighting high explosives off all night as a joke. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm not going to stop until someone signs me. And then when they do, I'm going to blow that city off the face of the earth. (laughs) Good night. Signed Antonio Brown
1: what he's like a cartoon tnt that he just yeah
0: he's fucking wiley coyote i think i I think antonio brown does exclusively shop at (laughs) Acme.
2: that's fair (laughs) he's got Acme cleats yeah
1: (laughs) oh my god uh it's good to be back guys this is this is really fun you guys got any final thoughts Uh, i'll
2: start here um my final thought is, you know, whatever. Uh, glad to be back as well. Uh, to whoever hears this, I love you so much. And the Titans are still better than the Patriots, no matter what the fuck they do. That's my word.
0: Oh man, throw us a little Vrabel. I mean, you owe it to us after all this time off.
2: Ah, uh, Vrabel. Vrabel's in Cancun right now. He can't. He, he's not even. He's he got quarantined in Cancun. He's stuck out there right now. He's doing
0: Zoom OTAs. He can do. He can. He can zoom in for this.
1: Uh, my final thought: pretty shitty. Brandon Brooks, Eagles All-Pro guard, Tours Achilles out for the season. Just one of those things that just really sucks. Because, like I was saying, I don't. I'm not. Doesn't feel like football is real except for when your favorite players aren't playing next year. So that part sucks. Uh, get well soon, Brandon. I love you.
0: How do you get injured during during a quarantine offseason? I just no want to know that. How does it happen?
1: He just posted on his Instagram. He's like, by the way, I'm
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably doing some secret seven on sevens. I, I feel like my brothers are still doing seven on sevens. And they're not even near. They are They are not in the NFL last time I checked.
1: You know when football just gets into the air? These guys can't help themselves. Like they go outside and like some shit it hits their nose and then they just start running laps. I don't know I have what the to deal catch like. a
2: ball right
0: now. Yeah. Well, it's. I think it's just some. you know, these people are built to do this. This is their goal in life. And they only have a few years left to do it before their entire bodies break down and they have to go sell cars or, you know, join the Fox NFL Sunday crew. So it's just, it's, it's the, it's the lack of, time that's really the the crunch that these people have on their careers so I understand that level of it but you know stay in the bubble at least if you're going to get sick don't go anywhere don't cough on Shad Khan or anything you know these, these guys are too old uh, maybe that was a bad poll they're older guys <laughs> he's, he's old he's old, he's old, old, old enough he he's old, old enough to die he looks yeah. young because you know Arab doesn't crack um, all right. Well <laughs> as, as as final thought. I will do, my wife's Egyptian, by the way. I can I can get away with that. Uh my final thought is just to the listeners out there, just fucking vote. I think that's gonna really help. I was talking earlier about that, you know, about Patrick Mahomes teaming up with LeBron for the more than a vote thing. Go to more more than a if that's your jam. Go to rock the vote. That's still up and running. There's statewide initiatives to get people to vote. Just fucking, just vote. Just register to vote. Figure out if you're registered. We got to turn the ship around. Joe Biden, you know, he's like Alex Smith to me. Like he'll bridge the gap until we get something great. And I'm totally fine with that because Alex Smith was a perfectly serviceable game manager. He didn't get it right all the time. He had happy feet in the pocket, but we needed him. We needed him to get from that 2012-2-14 season to where we are now. At the, at the top of the hill, you know, looking down on all the other teams in the league in a position of, of immense, beautiful, lasting glory. And we can get there, but we got to have Alex Smith manage a couple of seasons while we do it. So vote for that motherfucker. Go to all of the mechanisms that you can to vote for somebody and just do that shit. Andy Reid's fired up about it. He When they asked him for a comment about what all these players are doing, he said he's fired up. That's that's basically that's as full throated as Andy Reid can get endorsing something. Uh so do that and then just an addendum, cut it or not, depending on how this goes. But uh we may have a fun announcement coming up at the top of next month, August first. We may be doing a little something with this podcast that's that's a little more than just jizzing it into the internet space. We we actually might have a a real mechanism something exciting to do with this podcast we might have a a real face to juice it on yeah you know we could have posted this (laughs) on Pornhub actually we could have this hosted by Pornhub and maybe done a little better but hindsight's 2020 we're going somewhere else potentially so keep an ear out and an eye out for that shit uh because you know uh, we might go legit
1: thanks for hanging with us sorry (laughs) for
0: selling out
2: we are sorry. sorry yeah I'm super sorry my bad